0: Welcome to Squared Circle Rewind, Episode Three, where we review WrestleMania One. I'm Jesse, joined by Dave
1: and Ben. And this event is coming at you from the world's famous, world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden in New York City. Now I gotta say, now I mean they were good back at this time, but the graphics at the beginning, at the opening credits, were pretty weak. The theme was very. 80s and you can tell you can kind of tell that it's kind of a guinea pig project because you can tell that i mean there was work put into it but uh i just yeah it was a guinea pig project you can uh, you can tell um and uh you know it's a, a, a guinea pig project that was potentially bone shattering to the company seeing as how vince mcmahon pretty much put all his money and resources into this event So, uh, yeah, there we go. And uh, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura, my all-time favorite uh, tandem with commentary, is uh, calling this uh, son you-know-what. And uh, Mean Gene Oakland is doing the national anthem, not America the Beautiful, which
0: is interesting, considering going forward that's all they do. Um, It might be because Mean Gene did not do a very good job. No, he
1: looked like a Bush League baseball (laughs) national anthem singer,
0: to, to put it lightly. Um, and, uh, I guess we go to the first match,
2: which is Tito Santana versus the executioner.
0: Now, before this match started, they do interviews and it like these interviews are obviously done before the show, but instead of being in a face locker room and a heel locker room, Mean Gene just stands in the middle, turns to his right, interviews the heel and then turns to his left and interviews the face. Like, they're, they're standing right there, and you would like if you're trying to say that these guys don't like each other, you would think if they were in that close proximity, they would fight. So that, to me, looked kind of ridiculous. Um, and the one thing, big thing I took from this match is, my God, the ropes are loose. Very. Yes. Uh, there's a couple times where Tito Santana goes off the ropes, and I think he's just going to not bounce back into the ring. He's just going to go.
2: They were very loose. <laughs> yeah It was distracting with how loose they were
0: Yes Yeah But you know For an opening match It was good cool. it's, it's Tito It's Tito Chico um, Santana I forgot he used the figure four yes. As a finish I was waiting for the flying burrito The flying burrito The flying, uh, the, a- flying the flying animal. jalapeno
1: Actually
2: yes. Sorry yes. Flying jalapeno
0: That's right But instead Santana wins with the figure four uh, It's a serviceable match You know It did, did its it job did, It did its job
1: got, got Fans loved it Yep and two two things made a very underwhelmed match passable-ish-ish. Um, Tito carried the match and sold to the best he could, to his the best of his abilities, and the commentary done by Gorilla and Jesse made the match look. It made it look better than it actually was, just because they were very descriptive in their commentary. I found. Yep. So Tito goes over with the figure four. Tito
0: won with the figure four, and then we go to. Uh, then we go to the second match,
2: which is King Kong Bundy versus. SD Jones. Okay, I'm jumping
1: in on this one. Okay, if nobody, if none of our listeners believe me, I will sit down with them and I will have a stopwatch and I will prove this when I say this. This match was 24.43 seconds, not nine seconds. (laughs) Fact. 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 Uh, Still quite a fast match. Um,
0: Bundy throws SD into the turnbuckle. Splashes him. SD flops to the ground. Bundy does the avalanche.
1: One, two, three. Match over. And right. Bundy's street credit jumped out, uh, jumped up pretty good after this match because yeah. Gorilla and Jesse sold him like, like a you know, monster, he was the monster. He is. I love yeah. the match.
0: Yeah, I thought it was okay. like I thought it was good. It was, it was a squash match. I don't know who SD Jones was, and you're building up a monster. How else do you do it? He
1: probably got paid ten and grand to take that uh, twenty four point four three second match. Too, and if you think about, you about it, like.
2: If you think about um, King Kong Bundy, his, uh, his go-home-and-finish just makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Condominium splash, and then the avalanche splash. Like, yeah. That's two big hits. Yeah. So I, I thought it was a you know, job well done, whereas you would say it was a serviceable match.
0: No, like I I, I thought it was a good match for what it was. Because they, you could tell the whole point of this match— was to get Bundy over as this monster heel, which is foreshadowing towards WrestleMania yep. two when he faces Hogan yep. in the cage. So to do that, he needs to he needs to absolutely flatten people. And um, SD uh, looked great getting flattened. He looked like <laughs> he was just, he just got railroaded basically. So I thought it was very good. Uh, and then that leads into the third match uh, with our favorite wrestler. Uh, Matt
1: Bourne. Not our favorite wrestler. Versus Ricky Steamboat, <laughs> Our favorite wrestler. <laughs> What's funny, too, is I mean, uh, right by the interview before the match, uh, Matt Bourne is kind of running down Steamboat saying he's um, he's got all the tools, except he's too nice of a guy. This coming from a guy who literally became a clown. Okay. Uh, carry
0: on.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Those ropes. I'm <laughs> still the loose <laughs> the
0: the whole the whole night the like, whole how night how can was... you
2: safely hit
0: those ropes i don't know like it, it was um again the ropes almost distracted from the match except that uh, steamboat's amazing steamboat is just absolutely amazing he looks it's too bad he never becomes a world champion wwe because he looks like a world champ yep um the quintessential babyface you know that guy could never be a heel greatest babyface ever you know, a uh, solid match, uh, more because Steamboat, I Steamboat carried board pretty well. And um, Steamboat wins with a crossbody off the top rope. Vintage. Vintage. Um, See, that's where the term vintage
2: actually makes sense. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Vi-
0: not, not like Michael Cole
2: using it every... Cena. Even,
0: Cena. even when a guy has a, you know, a debut match. That's right. This is a vintage move. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then we lead to the fourth match, which is Brutus Beefcake with. uh, Is it Johnny Valiant? No. uh, What? What, Who's his manager? Johnny. Um, It's a Valiant. It's It's, a Valiant. Yeah, it's Johnny Valiant. Valiant, Luscious Johnny Valiant. Luscious Johnny Valiant versus David Sammartino with his pop up Brutal.
1: Now, uh, the interview uh, before Uh, the match again. uh, Well, Beefcake does uh, a raspberry kind of to end the interview and uh well that's a that's a pretty good uh lead into what this match is a pretty going to be. <laughs> and uh, at this point Bruno gets the biggest pop of the night thus far. Bruno gets the biggest pop. Well I think that's why they put him in this match to be quite honest. I had to. <laughs> I
0: think they wanted um I think they wanted the cheap Bruno pop because he was a he was a, almost
1: a god in New York. And I mean rightfully Yeah. Rightfully so I mean and
0: yeah. um you know, my big note here is Bruno was a better worker for his 30 seconds in the ring than his son was.
1: Well, I mean, the and match Bruno was... And Bruno had been s-
0: retired for... It I was a
1: slow-moving match. I mean, there were some decent amateur moves in the match at some points. Even Beefcake did a couple of decent-looking ones, but I mean... Lies. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice, <laughs> But, um, I mean, you, asking Dave, David Sammartino to be, like, the second, the second coming of... Bruno, I mean, that's a lot to ask. It, you know, it never I mean, works in No, You can like, never duplicate something. I kind of felt bad for David in this match, to be honest. And he had to work for, with Brutal Beefcake as well.
2: Well, like, the, the biggest note I have was there was a spot where Brutal Beefcake was on the ground in a leg lock. <laughs> oh, God. And he actually had time to
1: adjust his arm. Can pad? I ask you something, Dave? If, I'm, if I have you on your back and I'm going to break your ankle and you just happen to notice to your sure. watch is turned sideways, are you going to fix your watch first before you try and I do stop about, me from breaking your leg? Or are you going to stop me from breaking your leg first, and then who cares about your watch?
2: I have my own personal OCDs. And <laughs> if you're going to break my ankle, it has to be perfectly aligned with my watch. That's right. So I have to realign my watch okay. to be straight. You know, it's, it's all about strategy. Okay, well, I guess you've...
1: I guess you've justified uh, Well let's say cakes, Let's uh, say you get Your leg psychology broken Psychology there
2: And you have to
0: file A police report You gotta know exactly You what know I gotta I, I
1: gotta stop these Two <laughs>
0: drones here uh, Bringing it back uh, The match finished In a double disqualification Where both managers That's how bad started. this match
2: was We went from this To the finish
0: Yeah and uh, Yeah there was nothing <laughs> In the match Like it was It was just Mat work basically uh, Valiant Body slams um, David outside the ring and then Bruno comes in to try to avenge his son, basically, and ends up taking on Valiant and Beefcake and beating the crap out of him, too. It was quite impressive. Um, and he and Bruno no sold every punch. It was pretty funny.
2: You had to play Bruno's
1: game? That
0: wasn't even his theme at that time, man. <laughs> Come on!
1: <laughs> Brutal Beefcake, everybody. Brutal Beefcake. Actually, you know what's funny is uh, when... Uh, Cake was on his back uh, fixing his armbands. Hogan was probably watching it on the back saying, Hey, maybe he's got something, brother.
0: Oh, Jesus. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. We're moving on from the the Hogan hater over there. Uh, Greg Valentine, who is the IC champion versus Junkyard Dog for the IC title.
1: Wow, JYD was over at that time. Uh, Holy, holy cannoli. Only guy to come out with music so far. Yeah. And, I mean, JYD wasn't, you know... Dean Malenko, as far as a man with a thousand holes, but I mean, JYD was a character. He really was, and he was a he was a good character too. I mean, he's he's easy to like. Yeah, I, um, I like this match. I thought it was a it solid. Was it
0: was a solid wrestling still match. Finish.
1: Uh, Valentine
0: worked well, and I'm not really a big fan of Valentine's work just because it's too it's almost too slow and methodical for me. Um, How many but, best holes do you need? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, uh, Monsoon kept on saying, like, Valentine's a guy that it takes him 10, 15 minutes to get going. And I'm like, well, that's not good. <laughs> Especially if the 10 15 minutes Yeah, draw. yeah. And, like, <laughs> or it's, time limit. You know, so like, he's never had a good match. The time saying. the time limit's like 20 minutes, and it takes him 15 to get going. Like, and then make
2: gonna, fun of my boy, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah.
0: Um, you were going to say Hogan. I was. You were. Oh, um, But I thought it was a good match. JYD, super over. Yep. The crowd yep. loved him. Um, Valentine did some good tricks to get some heat, and, and which was pretty easy because, you know, uh, J-Weddy's so over, so you could do the most basic of things and people I hate you. Done. Uh, but the finish was probably the dumbest thing I have ever seen on this card. Ever seen? On this card. On this card, okay. On this card. Uh, Valentine wins with a roll-up. Using the loose ropes. Lo- using the loose <laughs> ropes as, as leverage. And then, as the as they're announcing, Tito Santana comes running in out of nowhere, and he tells the ref, "No, he used the ropes." So the ref just believes him and changes and yeah. says, "And says now that this match is back on." Yeah. And then Valentine, obviously because he's the heel, and why would I go back in and fight when I just won the match? Uh, says. You know, I'm just gonna take the count out. So then it's it's almost like a, a dusty finish. Like they gave it to the heel but then they turned around and gave it to the but it's reversed. They turn around and give it to the face at the end. Uh, like in a that. count out. So JYD doesn't get the title, but Valentine lost. And it's I, I don't didn't know, like it. Why couldn't you just like leave it, it with the rollout?
2: Or like my, like my my mentality here is simple. If you're gonna go and have a finish like that where the match is restarted and then have the face go over, Miles' getting the title. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fans aren't going to pop for, like, oh, well, our guy won, but technically the heel's still won because he gets to, you know, retain the title. So it's like, it was just very confusing. It's like, if you wanted the the face pop,
0: have him go over with the title. Yeah, I didn't. I just don't like, it made the ref look stupid. Like, that Tito Santana come from the back. Yeah, and and just tell him what to do, and the ref just believes him.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that. You know? I did not like that. That
0: didn't. That didn't make any sense.
1: That kind of to me, that ruined the match.
0: It was yeah. It kind of deadened the finish. That's for sure. And then from there, we go to the tag team title match, where it's Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik
1: versus Mike Rotunda and Barry Windham. And, and I just want to mention that this is the first ever title change in WrestleMania history, and that dubious honor goes to the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Something that can never ever be taken away from them. That's right. Uh, well, obviously, with that, uh, you know... Uh, Sheiky baby. Uh, ben
0: just blew the finish, so that was nice. <laughs> oh, <crap. laughs> so,
1: uh, Oh, that's kind of my bad right Rotunda there. Rotunda
0: and Wyndham are the champs. Um, you know, I thought this was the best match on the card. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a very well-worked tag match. Um, Sheik and Volkov, great heels. Uh, and they, they would let... Wyndham or Rotunda blow a comeback, they cut them off and get the crowd, like, they kept the crowd into it the whole time, and um, it was very well done. Yeah. Um, I thought Nikolai has a beautiful voice. I he, I he rocked that anthem. I thought he should have sang the national anthem for the U.S. I he needed a job well uh, done. Me, Gene was very bad, but you listen to Volkov, the,
1: I think Ventura says that he has the voice of an angel. Actually, there's, uh, there's one funny part is our, um, the interviews before the match, like um, U.S. US Express has, um, they're in their street clothes interviewing with me, and Gene, and they're saying, Gene, we're going to the ring right now. And I'm going, oh, you're going to wrestle in your street clothes. Clothes. And is this your a street, wristwatches. Is this a street
0: fight. And your wristwatches, too. That's a make gotcha. sure you
1: Make sure they're uh, lined up properly before you get uh, put on your back and the leg lock. There yeah, not, not a very good interview for the US Express.
0: <laughs> but this was a good match. Uh, Sheik and Volkov win when uh, Classy Freddie Blassie. But we already just, knew that. We already knew that because Ben blew <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't uh, know who uh, won. Uh, so Classy, classy Freddie Blassie throws the cane in and Volkov. Which he didn't have. Well, Volkov <laughs> smucks uh, Wyndham with it. And one, two, three. But what got me is, like, some. this is just nitpicking, but Rotunda, don't, like, stand there on the apron and watch your guy get pinned and wait till the two count to start coming in
1: the ring. Yeah, kind like, of with a deer in a headlight there. Yeah,
0: like, like, plan that out better. Maybe don't be on the apron watching your dude get pinned. Like, it looked like you didn't <laughs> care, you know? Uh, or he had such faith. Yeah, maybe. His partner maybe would have a hot comeback. Maybe. I did like um I did like uh when after the match they go into the back and they get interviewed by Mean Gene. And uh Iron Sheik calls him uh Gene Mean the whole
1: time. <laughs> you know Gene Mean? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I just I just
0: love that. And and by the way, Lord Alfred Hayes does these cutaways in between each match. And he looks absolutely terrified. Yes. he like I don't know if they threatened him or something, but he just
1: looks terrified. A lot probably a lot of nerves. First ever mania. Yeah, I guess he really was crying sometimes. But uh, <laughs> just no. one more question before we move on: Is Barry Windham not one of the smoothest wrestlers you've ever seen? Yeah, he's very. He's good. so smooth in that ring. Like he's not. Very good. I I don't put him up there with Steamboat, but as a worker, as an athlete, and just is he's definitely Christmas, top ten. Like. That was amazing.
0: He was really really put together well. Yep. And then from there, we move on to one of the bigger matches on the card in size and in scope, I guess. Andre the Giant versus Big John Studd. Am I no longer saying the matches? Is is that that what's happening now? You know what? You complained the whole time (laughs) about... About not wanting to do that part, so I take it over, and now you complain again. Okay, you don't scream. And intermission. In under the Giant versus Big John Stud, the fifteen thousand dollar body
1: slam challenge that John Stud couldn't lift for some reason.
0: Yes, it was. It was. Uh, but Bobby
1: Heenan could. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I'm gonna say
2: that again. This is, because this is this my is job. Why. You just took my job from me. <laughs> ah. So Big John Stud versus Andre Giant in the fifteen thousand dollar body slam challenge. You see how much easier that was for me to say it? Oh god. I'm used to this. Yeah, okay. Now I will say Andre's size <laughs> is absolutely <laughs> intimidating. Yes, he's he and was a I will big mention I was scared because of these ropes being so loose. Yes. That Andre's one of Andre's favorite spots he loves doing is Getting tangled in the ropes. Yep. Like he he he's always he, yep. Like he, he like he says many times that he did it because it was comical, and he just loved doing it. And I'm like, if he tries it in this match, Ugh. it's going to end bad. Like the, for gonna, the rings the ring's going to like it's just lift separate, like and Brock flip. and
1: Big Joe did when they <laughs> suplexed each other. It was going to do that. I'm but it
2: was uh it was you know at this point you can tell Andre was was
0: hurting. Yeah, he was holding onto the top yeah. rope the entire time, us. and I didn't realize he was hurting. Even at that point. I thought it was later. I thought it was around WrestleMania 3 that he was really hurting. But here at WrestleMania 1, you could tell he was hurting. But the crowd was super into this match. Yeah. Like, they really wanted to see Andre slam stud. Heenan is a heat-seeking missile. That guy... Best <laughs> can, ever, I could He can get heat from anything he does. He is phenomenal.
1: Oh, my God. Andre's chops. Like, Jesus.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, and oh,
1: o- obviously Andre
0: wins with the body slam. Oh, and, and the other stipulation was that if Stud slammed Andre, Andre retires. If Andre slams Stud, Andre gets the 15000 grand. Andre's not going to retire. Spoiler alert. So Andre wins with the body slam. And then he decides to take the money and try to give it to the crowd.
2: And just And uh
0: Robin <laughs> And uh, Bobby Heenan runs in. He weasels Bro, away he, he, with we, the he money. He weasels the the bag out of Andre's hand, <laughs> and then uh, and then as they're leaving the ring, Andre reaches reaches down and grabs Stud by the back of his hair and almost pulls him back into the ring. Impressive. Yes, I was like, how strong is Andre to be able to lift Stud off his feet, like just one
1: hand? That that to me was just that. Andre's a scary dude. There is one spot actually. Um, uh, John Studd was going for a kick, but Andre caught it, and uh, <laughs> it's funny, if you actually look, you can see them both actually laughing, <laughs> 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 like, uh, Andre starts laughing, and he does a no, oh, no, you know, and then John Studd just starts laughing, it, I just thought that was, that, that was kind of funny, kind of a kayfabe break there, but, yes, the that match was good, was it was I, yeah, I like for what that. it was, yep.
2: It was really, you know, honestly, if you go in this match thinking it's gonna be fast paced, and no. you are delusional. Yep. But the match was very or slow paced. <laughs> the match was very slow paced, and uh, it got the job done. Yep. I liked it. The fans were, went berserk; like they were loving it. And yeah, Andre wins, but doesn't get the money. But doesn't get the money. Uh, he, but he—I he, would say he probably got to spend at least a thousand though.
0: He 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 retained his uh, he retained his career though. And That's, yes. that's yes. the win. Uh, then we go to the next match.
2: Which I will do.
0: Which you will do because.
2: Can I you do this one actually? I, I can't really. pronounce this names. Okay, name. see here we go. I
0: can pronounce their <laughs> names too. So it's Wendy Richter with Richter. Cindy. Richter. Richter. Okay. With Cindy Lauper versus Lalani Kai with Fabulous Moolah for the ladies' title. Lalani Kai is the champion. Uh, this is the big this is the the first of the two matches of the rocket wrestling thing. And uh holy crap is Cindy Lauper over. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the best part of this match. Um, Which kind of not the good. bar and the standard is, quite a bit. Is not good. Uh, Lalani Kai kept on, or when, uh, Lopper kept on calling Lalani Kai uh, Lani Kai. Kai, so I'm not sure if she, she actually didn't know her name, or she was just trying to get under her skin. It was skin. a very
2: confusing match. It was. Because there was one point where where um, Wendy, I'm not going to try to say her last name. Richter. Where, where Wendy uh, went to do a like sweep, and I think Kai didn't really realize oh, that. that oh, she, she just looked at her. She just looked at her, I was like, what was that? Like and like, you can tell something. there was just like I don't was, know if it was nerves. I think or was, there was a lot of like psychology there, like in regards to human behavior. Like they were just like, oh my gosh, there's a in, lot of pressure. At that
0: time, like a, a ladies' match being this the cold like the semi main event. The second last match, which
1: I yeah, was like, Wow, to be that that's high on the cart.
0: There's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, pressure on there and um,
1: some people hate it. Some people don't. Yeah, work.
0: and you know, I didn't. The match wasn't the greatest, um, but it wasn't the crowd, the, worst. the crowd was hot. The crowd was yeah. into it, uh, which I guess is the whole point of pro wrestling. Yep. If you got the crowd, then then it doesn't matter. You know, like
2: my mentality is: if you're watching at home, but you see the live audience is having a good time, then job well done. Yep. You know, the business did its job. Like the, the live crowd is having a good time, even though you may not like the match. Like, well, you know what? The live crowd's cheering. They're involved. Yeah, if Job you live, well done.
0: If live crowds into it. That's all that matters. What was the finish? Oh, God. Wendy Richter winning with a botch. Um, Lilani Kai does a crossbody off the top rope. Um, not, that's right. Not nearly as good as Steamboat. Uh, spoiler alert.
1: Um, or any jobber, for that matter, on Richter, Superstars. Richter
0: was supposed to catch her and then take the mo- and as she went down, take the momentum and then float over into a pin. But instead, Wendy Richter got stuck. There so, was she no kinda, so she kind of <laughs> like had to do like almost like a handstand to get over, it, and it looked really bad. it It looked like it took longer for her to do it than it did. I think it only took two seconds, but when I was watching, I'm like, "Oh my god, she's been sitting yeah, there for yeah. ten seconds! Like this is brutal." Yeah. And that's how she wins the match. Um, Cindy Lauper uh, was the best part. She attacked Mula at one point in the, the match, towel. which was with the towel, the Loaded ball, towel, the all powerful towel, <laughs> which she mentions at the end of the match. In the back to to meet to Jean mean that um, uh, that Captain Lou told her and gave her this towel to use, and and it was
1: like a certified manager towel. Oh, I didn't realize towels were so powerful. Oh. I didn't realize they were certified. <laughs> well, hey, Bob Backlund lost his title because of a towel. There you go. That is true. That is true. But then he won a shoot. title
0: back. Fact. That's it's true. Towel because of a towel. Yes. Moving on. <laughs> and we go into the main event.
2: Which is Roddy Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, Paul Orndorff versus Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. And Bob
0: Orton is with the Piper team. Jimmy Schnuckel is with Hogan. Hogan. And uh, uh, this is where McMahon went all out. Yep. Uh for Mania One. He brought out all these celebrities, he brought out Billy Martin. Nice touch. Uh, who was the Yankees manager for, for a time and he was the guest ring announcer. Good choice. He uh, brought out Liberace, um to do to be the guest bell or timekeeper, I guess, so the bell ringer. Okay. Guy. Have
1: any of you ever seen a Liberace movie? No. No. Do you know who he who but is? He's an actor? Oh, that that's what I yeah, that's I thought he was a musician. Oh, he could have been that too. He he was huge in Vegas for a time. With okay. his showgirls, I think. Okay, that, that was his
0: big thing because he had the showgirls with him, right? Doing the what did da, he do? Da, 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 I, besides I, a leg kick, what does he do? I think he just led a review, like a like you know, like a like a, almost like um. Cisco and Ebert. No, no, R E V U E, like um, it's like a, it's like a. Uh, a oh, oh, oh. What's the word? It's it's a show with different acts in it. And he's like the... the a variety guy. show. There you go. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. So that's what he did in Vegas, I think, for So a he time. was
2: kind of like a, like
0: a promoter? Kind of. Okay. Kind was of. He, but he, was he a magician? <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was, but he probably employed magicians. Okay. But he was a big freaking deal at the time. All right. Uh, so to get him was huge. And then obviously uh, they had Muhammad Ali as the special inf- <laughs> like uh, ring enforcer. And the crowd was chanting for him before Liberace's act was over. Like, they were so excited to see Ali. Yeah. And you got to realize that this time, Ali had been retired since 1979. And when he retired, he went away. Yeah. He wasn't in the public eye. And for him to come back... And was, you, you could see, yeah. knowing what we know now, he was showing signs of Parkinson's yes. at this yes.
1: time. Yes, I saw a lot of it, actually. Uh,
0: but at the time, you don't know, but... He looked like he could still go. Like Ventura said, he still looked like he'd go a round or two and kick somebody's butt. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, McMahon put all his all his chips on the table for this one, and uh, It paid I, off. It paid off uh, for to have uh, Piper and Orndorff and Hogan in it. They're three top guys, uh, and then to have a, a celebrity in there, Mr. T, who actually did a decent job as a celebrity. He was okay. He was okay. Um, he was okay.
1: You didn't bother me in the match.
0: It was uh, it was really well done. They even had live bagpipes come
1: out for oh, the that pipe. Was epic. first ever live music entrance yeah, for, in WrestleMania history for, too. For
0: it's always the first ever. It's the first yeah, Mania event. Man. Hey. God, well
1: hey.
2: transcending
1: Jesus. But I
2: will say, you know, as as impressive as Piper's entrance was, nothing beats Real American. That's right, and, no. and that how song we, hits, and
0: how the crowd reacts when that song hits. When that song hits, yeah. I just.
2: They, the I get crowd, pumped. The crowd goes bonkers. Um, Number one entrance song of all time, I feel.
0: Pat Patterson was the ref, by the way. <laughs> yes. Which I thought was interesting. First ever Intercontinental
1: Champion, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> if you will. Okay. Fact. 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 Now, um, I,
2: I will say, one of my one of my favorite spots of this whole match was Jimmy Snuka randomly on, on the top oh, row. Oh, just
0: standing <laughs> on the top row? <laughs> just and... and so <laughs> it was like it was waiting for someone to fall G like, what, what are you had, doing? <laughs> had the match even started yet? I don't think it had. <laughs> no. So so Hogan like Mr. T goes after Hogan and then and then Hogan <laughs> pushes him away. And then Hogan cocks the fist because he's going to punch Mr. Wonderful. And then the camera pans out, and there's Snooka on the top <laughs> rope, just kind of overseeing everything. And I don't know if there was supposed to be somebody to go in there. I thought someone was going to bump and he was going to splash him. Yeah, or that's what I thought too. Was gonna and, happen. and then he just kind of like. He gets off the top Yeah, rope. he was almost embarrassed. To, and he was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just go off the top <laughs> rope here.
2: Um, he is sending those ropes so fast, I think he got dizzy and yeah. forgot why he was
0: there, <laughs> Yeah, and got down just as fast. <laughs> um, but the crowd was super into this match. It was it was actually a, a well-done uh, tag match for what it was. Uh, but at some points, it was a little disjointed. Oh, yeah. Uh, ner- a cluster you-know-what. Yeah, you could tell a couple times they were getting... The nerves were getting to them, because this was a big deal.
1: Um, I thought psychology in this match, actually, like the psychology aspect was actually i think better than the actual match
0: yes yes well it they was a did a great build up uh, yeah, they did was. they did more in that first they had the crowd reacting more in that first minute without yeah. touching yeah where where piper was or uh, orndorf was in with hogan and then uh and then hogan pointed and says he wants piper and the crowd's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then all they all start
1: chanting tea.
0: Yeah, and then, they tea, and then Orndorff tags in Piper. Piper comes in and he says, I don't want you, Hogan. I want tea. And the crowd starts, and this was in the first minute. They hadn't even locked up and the crowd was going nuts. They had him out of the palm of their hands. And that's the beauty of pro wrestling.
1: That's right the, when they say they, did, they
0: got him. They, they did more doing nothing yep. than, than sometimes guys do with doing all the flips and bumps in the world.
2: Yeah, like fast forward to WrestleMania, I think it was X7, where Hogan versus Rock. Yeah. Where all they did was just stare at each other. Yeah, and the crowd. And then they swapped. They yeah. swapped roles, heel and face. They swapped. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you know Hogan is the guy.
0: Um, very, very good match uh, for, for what it was. And um, then we lead it to the finish, which you can tell us here, Dave, mm. if you know it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay so Orton you explained it so much better than I do okay um, so because I forget who had who I just remember that um, Orton knocks out Orndorff with so, the, with the uh, legendary cast from the. so you what happens is
1: tell us that you do things so much crisper
2: yeah <laughs> I did
1: <laughs> okay I'm not so a good Roddy Piper by the way. <laughs>
0: Or Paul Orndorff grabs Hogan, and he's got his hands behind his back. See, I couldn't
2: remember if he was holding T or Hogan.
0: And he, he has Hogan lined up, and then Piper comes in to hit Hogan with a shot. But Mr. T comes in and tackles Piper out of the way. So then Orndorff turns around, and there's Bob Orton with his cast on the top rope. And he comes down and Hogan turns at the last second and hits Orndorff with this cast. Knocks Orndorff out. Jimmy Snuka finally gets to come off the top rope and hit him with a, with a headbutt. So he knocks out Orton. So they, they go scrambling out. And then Hogan, I, I don't think he hits the leg drop. I think he just pins He's after pins. that. And one, two, three. The faces win. Everybody's happy.
2: And then now comes my favorite part of the match. is where or- Orndorff wakes up from being knocked out. Surrounded by faces. And he just starts freaking out, like, you know, trying to, you know, calm, like, and Hogan's like, no, no, we're not going to hurt you, like, calm down, like, I yep. love that. Yeah. Because it's like, you legitimately just got hit in the head with a cast, so that's the kind of reaction I would expect from you, you're knocked out, and you get up, you're like, whoa, where am I? Yeah. So I thought that was Where's great. my team? You know, yeah. I thought that was done very well, and I think that that's what they did to help push Orndorf becoming a face. Yes. Is they're like, oh, this guy is left alone by his take team members, and now you feel sorry for him, you're like, oh, he's yeah. just knocked out. So you know that's how I think they did did that to help build Orndorff to be a face. Yep. Yep. Now, what say you, Ben? Your total overall rating?
1: You know what? Um, Even though there are a couple of matches that were a little, yeah, at at best, I still give it a seven, just with its overall production value, as a as a big event. I mean, they did the best they could with what they had back then, but I still give it a seven.
2: T- for me, it, it was a seven yeah. until the main event, and then the main event I gave it a point five extra, oh, because of the entrances. It okay, was, I, I've always been a huge fan. Like I, I've always believed that your entrance needs to be a part of your character, yeah. and I believe the the pipers, uh, the pipers, the uh, bay well, they pipers, were pipers, the bay yeah. pipers coming out they with, the with Piper was amazing. Piper's pipers. But I've always loved Hogan's theme. Always, like I
0: feel it's just that music hits. So seven point five for me. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Um, like Ben said, there's a couple matches that bring down the rating, uh, but in, in, for its importance and what it did and, and for star power too, like they put, uh, we, we forget how big of a star, Piper was at the time, and mm-hmm. Hogan was at the time, and they put it all together. And to get Cindy Lauper, Cindy Lauper was huge. so many, and that's why I get upset
2: when fans say they don't like celebrity involvement in media. It's like this is what media was built on. That's
0: right, and Celebrity. Cindy Lauper was like, she
2: was Lady Gaga back
0: in the year. Yeah, days. like Lady Gaga at her peak, Taylor Swift at her peak. Mm-hmm. Like she was massive. Girls just want to have fun. Was one of the biggest songs. Is in the 80s and still is today to get that kind of artist there was huge for WWE or WWF at the time and I and it showed that they were going to be here forever and ever and brighter things were to come now let's compare this to starcade when when, when starcade
2: 84 was over did you feel that there'd be a starcade 85 and when WrestleMania One was over, did you feel there was gonna WrestleMania Two?
1: Definitely WrestleMania. Right? There was gonna be a second. WrestleMania yeah.
2: One made me feel like, holy yeah. cow, this was so successful that I knew there'd be a WrestleMania Two. Starcade '84, I didn't want it to be an '85. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't want that.
1: Yeah, yeah it was just a glorified you know, event. Yes.
0: And that, was... that's a cameo by the dog, <laughs> uh, Missy. So that that's good. Uh, so I guess from from there, now that the dog wants to get in, we're gonna we're gonna send it off and uh, <laughs> join us next week when we review WWF WrestleVision Classic episode, and that'll be our episode
1: four. See you next week, everybody, and to all our listeners, we love you. Goodbye.